Welcome to The Cap, where we are here to speak with college reps and other professionals in the field of college admissions to help answer all your questions and guide you through every step of the process. So if you're serious about college admissions, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Durante. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and I am here to introduce you to college admissions representatives and other professionals in the field of college admissions. Our purpose is to serve you, the students and parents, so that you may gain insight straight from the people who ultimately make the decisions. Regardless of whether you will apply to a particular school being highlighted, you should listen to all of the episodes as each guest will give you tremendous insight and advice on every aspect of the college admissions process, prompting you to come up with your own follow-up questions for when you visit campus or meet with a college admissions representative yourself. Lastly, if you have any questions you'd like me to cover on future episodes or any comments you'd like to share, please email me at collegeadmissionstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit our website at www.collegeadmissionstalk.com. So are you ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today Maureen Woods, who's the Director of Undergraduate Admissions at the University of Illinois, Chicago. Maureen, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to talk about the admissions process as well as uh, the great offerings we have at UIC. Well, we are very excited to have you as well. Thank you again. And let's get right to it, Maureen. What is it about the University of Illinois Chicago that makes it so appealing for so many students not only to want to apply, but ultimately attend? You know, UIC is what we call University of Illinois at Chicago, and it's really a unique institution. Um, we are a Research One uh, institution, the only public research university in the city of Chicago. Um, so we're right there in a neighborhood campus. We have over 5,000 trees, but yet we're at the shadow <laughs> of the large city of Chicago. So we have the city at our fingertips, which is a huge benefit. Um, we're, we're really cl in close proximity to basically some of the biggest and best companies for internships. We have an astounding medical district that has schools of medicine, pharmacy, dentistry, and we also have a hospital. We have a law school downtown, state-of-the-art engineering facilities, and we're still expanding. Uh, we have a new Center for the Arts kind of coming underway soon. So really our students have access to all of the opportunities that a large city like Chicago provides. Um, within our campus, we have state-of-the-art residence halls and recreation centers, tons of student organizations and a really strong campus community. Um, our academic offerings include really great programs running kind of the, the spectrum from public health and public policy, you know, many different engineering and computer science programs. We even have like computer science and design, you know, kind of combination degrees or computer science and linguistics, um, a ton of science and business programs. And this year we have a new bachelor's level degree in pharmaceutical sciences, which is really great. Um, another piece about UIC that really stands out is we offer the diversity that most institutions really strive for. You know, our community has no majority. Our student body speaks more than 56 languages. So we're really kind of poised as a university for the future. 
Uh, we provide students an opportunity to grow within a community that represents society and the values and experiences that our global community provides really adds to the educational experience. We're also a bit of what I'd consider like a stealth institution. You know, in the last 10 years, we've consistently grown our enrollment and our rankings have been climbing. And even though we're now approaching the top 100, um, the ranking that really makes us stand out is that we're in the top 10 for social mobility. We have a population that's over 50% first generation college students. So that really says a lot. Um, our return on investment is among the top of our state. And it really is like a really great value of an institution. So between city access, innovative programs, and strong outcomes, we're really poised uh, you know, for growth in the coming years. So it's just a really wonderful place to be. I've been there about 14 years. Um, I've been at different institutions and and it's just a really amazing place that's come so far and it really is working with the city of Chicago uh, to offer our students just about everything we can. So it's a great school. Well, thank you so much for that overview. It sounds like there's a lot of great things happening at UIC. We really appreciate it, Maureen. So let me ask you, how many applications do you actually review a year and do you represent a specific region? Sure. Um, well, my position is I, you know, kind of oversee the undergraduate program. Um, I'm changing a little bit into more recruitment and marketing in the future, but um, I can tell you we receive about 30,000 applications wow. each year. Uh, 25,000 are first year freshmen and about 5,000 transfer um, applications. So the way we're structured is we have recruiters that focus on different areas and schools within the state of Illinois. And then we have a few different pockets across the country, but really our main mission is to really serve uh, Chicago. Um, so we're really entangled with, with kind of uh, the city and all the different organizations that promote um, higher education throughout the city. Um, and we have a, a split setup, I think similar to some of your previous guests where there's a group that kind of does the recruitment and then another group in house that does the review of the application. So we have about 15 in each house. So it's a, uh, you know, it gets pretty busy in fall, but um, overall we have, you know, a, one group out there and one group kind of reviewing and making decisions. Well, we appreciate that overview and I can't believe 30,000 applications. That's mm -hmm. a lot of students. So tell me, <laughs> what is the current freshman average? Sure. Uh, well, we're a test optional institution, so we do track that in two groups. So for the uh, about half of our group uh, applies test optional and that group, you know, kind of varies. It varies by college. You know, um, an applicant for engineering might have a GPA in the middle 50 percent of 3.5 and they might have, you know, six to six to eight honors or AP courses in terms of that if they're applying test optional. If they're applying with a test, usually the average is around 28. Um, whereas for a college like liberal arts and sciences, probably would have a GPA middle in like 3.3 and maybe like a 25 ACT. Or if they're test optional, again, like six to eight honors and AP courses. So we kind of look at all three different pieces depending on how they apply. I want to welcome back Sean Patel, who is the founder and CEO of Prep Expert. He's a Shark Tank entrepreneur making a deal with Mark Cuban back in 2016. And he's also a board certified dermatologist who received a perfect score on his SAT. Sean, welcome back. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, John. So I just wanted to share with all your listeners real quick that we have an amazing partnership with the College Admissions Process Podcast, and we have a really special offer for all of your listeners. So for any listener who wants to enroll their student into one of our prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one tutoring programs, you can get 30% off just for being a listener of the College Admissions Process Podcast. All you need to do is put in the promo code COLLEGETALK, one word, just college talk, and that'll give you 30% off all prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one tutoring packages, make sure you use the link in the show notes of the College Admissions Process Podcast. Thank you, Sean. We really appreciate it. To our listeners, as an affiliate partner with Prep Expert, I want to be transparent with you that for every purchase made using our coupon code, which is College Talk, the College Admissions Process Podcast will receive a small commission from Prep Expert. But rest assured that we only promote programs that we believe in and feel would benefit our listeners. So whether you're preparing for the SAT, ACT, or need a one-on-one tutor, Prep Expert has the tools and expertise to help you. For more information, please see the Prep Expert affiliate partnership link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. Well, we appreciate that. And we'll come back to the test optional, but you mentioned the GPA. Maureen, I was curious, do you use the student's high school GPA as indicated on their transcript or do you recalculate using your own metrics? And if so, what do you look for from a student's academic record and how do you evaluate them? Uh, We actually do recalculate um, all grade point averages to an unweighted GPA, or if a school lists it on the transcript, we use that. Uh, We still factor in all of the other pieces that would create a weighted GPA, um, but we kind of, we peel it back to the unweighted number, and then we measure the other pieces a little bit differently. Understood. And what are the different ways a student may apply to UIC? And is there a benefit, Maureen, to applying one way over the other? Sure. Um, The first point is that we do use the common application uh, for freshman applications, and we offer early action and regular decision. Um, Early action is if they apply by November 1st, they get a decision by December 1st. So we have one of probably the shortest windows among schools, Um, and it's not binding, so students really don't have, there's really no disadvantage um, to applying either way. Um, You're just going to get an earlier decision if you apply early action. Understood. And what do students do to demonstrate their interest to UIC? And Maureen, do you track such things? Sure. Well, we certainly track all their, you know, interactions that we have, um, but it's really not used um, as as much in the admissions process. Uh, So we don't use it as a factor. Um, We do track it and ways they demonstrate, obviously, is by interacting with us through some of our virtual and in-person events. We have appointments. We go out to the schools. We meet them in, you know, different events like that. So we do keep track. We just don't use that as a deciding factor in in our admissions process. We appreciate that. And we mentioned earlier that UIC is, in fact, test optional. Maureen, can you share the percentage of students that apply and that are ultimately admitted that did not submit their test scores? Sure. 
Um, we are pretty excited to say that over 50% actually apply test optional. Um, and the admission, uh, you know, rates, you know, depending on the admissibility rates are actually the same as those that apply with tests. Um, so it's definitely, you know, not a myth to, you know, apply <laughs> test optional. There's no, there's no downside to that. So we just look at other things maybe a little bit closer, but it hasn't been um, trouble for those that have not submitted a test. Understood. And does UIC accept AP or IB scores for college credit? Absolutely. Um, we have a lot of information on our website that will actually tell you based on every single individual test what UIC courses that will fulfill. So with students taking AP and IB um, and, you know, even dual credit, things like that, we even have, you know, freshman applicants coming in almost as sophomores because <laughs> they've taken so many of these these courses. So, yes, we absolutely do. And how important are students' courses in progress and their grades, of course, in senior year? And Maureen, what are you looking for when reviewing these items? Oh, that's a great question because um, they are really important. You know, um, when we're looking at a student, you know, we're not just looking at, you know, their their grades. We are looking at what courses they've taken and how those correlate, you know, to what major they're choosing. So if a student shares their senior year courses, we're really looking at that as part of the decision process, even though they don't have grades yet. So if a student is applying for a STEM related major, right? So engineering or, uh, you know, mathematics, but yet they chose to, you know, not take a math or a science their senior year, that could really be a disadvantage um, if they're kind of borderline. So we definitely encourage, you know, four years of math and science wherever possible. Um, you know, students, some don't. And, you know, if they're applying for majors that are, you know, in the arts or, um, you know, English, that sort of thing, it may not affect the decision as much. But for those applying in those areas, it's really important as a demonstration of your academic curiosity uh, in your particular subject area. So it is is definitely important to take courses that are going to correspond with what you want to study when you go to college. Well, that's great advice and we appreciate it. And of course, the college essay is another part of the overall application. Maureen, what are some examples of college essays that really stuck with you? And what advice would you share with prospective students in terms of what to consider when starting their essays? And I've read, obviously, many, many essays over the years. <laughs> and I've had some that have been, you know, really shocking um, because a student <laughs> underwent a you know, crazy situation and was able to come through. Um, some that are funny, sad. So, I, I mean, I don't have a specific example because I do, you know, it's really, uh, that's a really important subject to me because I really feel like the college essay is the best way to put your fingerprint on your application, right? So you're, everything else is, you know, these are my numbers, these are my interests, these are my activities, but that essay is your voice. And so really what I do is I encourage students to think about four things before they tackle it. And I think the first one is asking themselves, is this a common topic, you know, for, for an essay? You know, we tend to read quite a bit about that game-winning, you know, catch in the football game <laughs> or the sports taught me, you know, these lessons. And while they, those are certainly true, um, they're very common topics. So if you're going to use one like that, because maybe it is, you know, very important to you, make sure you put your own 
spin on it and find a way to make it stand out. So you can either use descriptive language um, to sort of put the reader in that moment. If you want to go that route, that's fine. They just want to make sure you do it in a way that's still unique in you. The second thing is I would ask, does my writing help the reader visualize the situation? So this is not just about telling us about you, but it's also an, a sample of your writing. So really using descriptive language to kind of put the reader there with you helps recalling, you know, how you felt, how you struggled or persevered and kind of capture, you know, the palpability of that moment. Um, so I definitely think that's good to help make it count. Um, the third would be, you know, does my writing convey the importance of this topic? You know, you have like seven questions, I believe, to choose from. So yep. you want to choose one and I should know when I'm done reading it, why you chose that one, right? Because that particular story was so, you know, kind of formative to, you know, your journey to this point and, and so important to you. So you want to pick something and write accordingly. So you chose it for a reason. So make sure it kind of captures the gravity of its importance. And then finally, the last one's a little bit of a funny one, but make sure it actually answers the question. You know, if you read those questions, they're a little bit wordy, um, but sometimes <laughs> you'll get writing and then you'll realize at the end of the day, oh, I never answered that part, you know, so really just make sure at the end of the day, it actually answers the question. Um, but other than that, use that opportunity to really add your voice to all of these statistics and, you know, other pieces of information about you so that we can see, you know, here's this person, this is their authenticity, this is why they'd be a great fit. Well, I appreciate the comprehensive nature of your answer. Terrific advice. Thank you again, Maureen. And of course, a student's activity sheet is another piece of their application. What are the kinds of things you are looking for beyond the work they did in the classroom? Sure. I think I think the key word here, John, is engagement. I think, yep. you know, you can join a ton of clubs for, you know, a half a year or a year, but you're really not conveying the quality of the involvement. So really finding an activity or two that you're really passionate about and that maybe you you add a little longevity so that you grow within it. So whether that's becoming the treasurer or starting a new club or, you know, kind of creating a unique event, those that, that progress is really a lot more remarkable than a high number of, you know, 80 activities. So we also know that not all students have you know, the time and, and lifestyle to get highly involved because they have to work to help support their family. Right. They right. have to do other things. So we specifically consider that with the same amount of weight as, you know, someone being heavily involved in an after school program. So really just being engaged and, you know, demonstrating responsibility and, you know, um, you know, just kind of having something to do beyond the school piece so that we can see the different facets. What's up, podcast friends? I'm happy to share that we've teamed up with Dormco to make your dorm decorating a lot easier. Why Dormco? They offer quality and durability, affordability, and a wide selection for bedding to storage solutions and everything in between for your dorm room. So if you or anyone you know is looking to decorate your dorm, see the affiliate partnership link in the show notes for Dormco, your one stop for stylish, affordable, and quality dorm essentials. Please note that if you make a purchase through any of our affiliate links, the podcast gets a commission, but rest assured that we would only promote products that we believe in and feel would benefit our listeners. Thank you all and best wishes. 
Well, I'm happy that you mentioned work as part of an activity because you learn so much from being on the job. So I appreciate that. And of course, if someone is working, that might be the reason why they can't participate in four, six, 10 clubs, what have you. So we really okay. appreciate that, Maureen. And sure. can you explain what opportunities does UIC offer students that may have had an IEP in high school in terms of helping to ensure that they continue to be successful once they're on campus? Absolutely. Uh, we have an excellent uh, disability resource center that works with incoming students on a, you know, real individual level to kind of determine which resources at UIC the student, you know, needs to, ha you know, have allocated to them. So that could range from, you know, looking at the, an IEP and making some adjustments to different requirements, but also to, you know, providing interpreters and things like that. So we have a really comprehensive office that works with students and customizes, uh, you know, whatever is needed to help them be most successful at, at campus. We appreciate that. And by the way, I will put the UIC Office of Undergraduate Admissions in the show notes. Maureen, if there's anything else that you want me to include to share with students and parents, just send it to me. And of course, I'll make it available. Sure. What about students aspiring to play sports in college? What advice do you have for prospective student athletes in terms of making their intentions to play known? Sure. Uh, well, UIC is a Division One school. Uh, we just moved over to the Missouri uh, Valley Conference this year. Um, we offer a really thriving athletic program. So we have various sports and opportunities for students, obviously, also to just watch all the different activities as well. Um, those that are interested in athletics, you know, most of these are recruited, you know, from, from high school um, programs, but interested students can learn a lot more on our athletic site and kind of connect with coaches if they have questions about what opportunities they would have uh, to play for one of our, our Flames um, athletic teams. So we have, you know, baseball, we have basketball, um, soccer, tennis, and it goes on and on. The only thing we don't have at this point is football, um, just because I think Chicago's a little crowded as it is. But, um, <laughs> you know, we have a lot of options and, and really enthusiastic fans as well. Terrific. We appreciate that. And I love the comprehensive nature of this conversation. You've been wonderful. And it brings us, Maureen, to our last question. What are the top three pieces of advice you would give a student and their parents who are getting ready for the college admissions process? Sure. I was really excited, uh, you know, to read this question because, <laughs> you know, I've been in, you know, higher education for over 20 years and wow. I'm really passionate about students. And you see the college admission process going from a really exciting time to this like stressful <laughs> time and there's tension. And so you really, I think the first piece of advice, honestly, is to breathe. You know, the college application is not a contract for your future. So, if you don't know exactly what to study as a high school senior, you know, because you're 18 years old, that's okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, being a little open to the first few years of general education and, and you'll, you'll discover different things. So if you don't have a major in mind, relax, it's okay. Most people change majors up to three times in their college experience. So um, really it's just about, you know, take a step back. There's a lot of noise, you know, everybody that knows you wants to give you their advice and things like that. So just, you know, take, take a breath. And I think, you know, about that too, if you look at like the national conversation about college admissions, it's always the same handful of schools who have, you know, admission rates less than 10% and people start to, you know, get disappointed. And it's like, you know, 
those some of those schools, if they're admitting less than 10%, that means they admit less than 10% of valedictorians as well. So students have to think about, you know, what are my realistic options? And, and there are so many institutions, both public and private, across the country that are going to offer that really, really deep and, and transformative experience for the students. So taking a breath from all the pressure is super important. Um, the second part is, th- you know, considering it an investment, you know, so look at, you know, how much is it going to cost? What will my major be? And then what are my expectations for my career? So that you can make sure at the end of the day that you can afford it, you know, because you don't want to graduate with a ton of debt and sort of, you know, be unable to, you know, live independently as an adult and that sort of thing. So really look at it like, I know I love this team. I know they went to the final four and I really want to go there, but if it's going to take me, you know, $40,000 in loans and I'm, you know, going to study, you know, something I can get anywhere else, maybe I should think twice about it. So a lot of times our par- as parents, we have to kind of guide you know, from the head a little bit, because their their heart is saying, I want this school, but like, you, they have to think logically. So that's really important. Um, and the last thing kind of related to that is read the fine print. What I've seen, you know, I'm, a, I'm at a public institution, so we have pretty, you know, pretty limited, you know, merit funding and that sort of thing for schools. But what you're seeing is these schools developing pricing models, where they're automatically getting a scholarship, but yet, at the end of the day, it's still going to cost $40,000, you know, and what happens is these students at 18, of course, read this and say, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a $20,000 scholarship. I have to go there. Their heart set is set on it. And then you don't read the fine print and one, hey, maybe it's only for two years or hey, maybe our net cost is way more. And so you see that happening a lot where, where these scholarship programs are kind of built in where the student still ends up with way more debt than they might incur at a different institution. And so, you know, just looking at that carefully and knowing that, you know, maybe the decision should be made on the best fit, the best, you know, opportunities and that. But just, it, I think now that it's happening a lot more rampantly, it's important to really read the fine print. Well, those are amazing points. I really appreciated this conversation, your insight and your time Maureen, I'm so happy because I know that this is going to help so many students and their parents. We cannot thank you enough for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. I appreciate your podcast. Thank you. Our pleasure. And I hope to have you again. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Cap. What's up, podcast friends? I'm happy to announce that we've teamed up with some fantastic affiliate partners to further enhance your overall college journey. So do you or someone you know need stylish dorm decor, trendy college apparel, or top-notch test prep? Whether it's creating a cozy home away from home, flaunting the latest in college apparel, or securing top-notch test prep help, we've got you covered. Check out our affiliate links in the show notes within each of these categories, which we believe will help you, our listeners. 
please note that if you make a purchase through any of our affiliate links, the podcast does get a small commission. But rest assured that we would only promote products that we believe in and feel would benefit you, our listeners. So check out the links in the show notes and share with anyone you think may benefit. Thank you all and best wishes.